0: Thank you for listening to the Football Index Club daily podcast. This is a podcast designed to provide you with a brief summary of what is going on in the Football Index stock market every single day. Hello and welcome to episode 104 of the Football Index Club Daily Podcast. I have just recorded this episode, but I'm going to record it again because the last one I ended up talking for about 20 minutes. Hopefully this one will be a little bit more concise and I will be plugging for less time in this one as I ended up just plugging for about half of the last one, which I probably shouldn't do. But anyway, so talking about... Plugging the main thing that I will be talking about today will be Index Edge and their spreadsheet. But as always, I will also be offering some general advice, some things that I've learned recently, and also covering what's going on in the football index stock market. As always, so getting straight into it then with Index Edge. So I just want to talk about their new spreadsheet, really, in particular. They've just released a spreadsheet, which I think is going to be really helpful. And I'm going to be using it quite a bit to reference a few things in my podcasts. So the first thing that I will be talking about is market growth in every podcast. So today, for example, we can now see using this that that has been £453,000, two hundred and ninety-four. Sorry that's just wrong, isn't it? £453,294 has gone into the market. And that has took the total market cap up to 111866877 So that's a huge amount there. If I were to ask myself, as I don't have someone to interview me, um, I should probably get someone on these podcasts. If you do want to come on the podcast, let me know. I'd love to get something going where we have some guests on here i know fig and irish both do guest podcasts and they're really great a lot better than i will probably ever do in terms of my podcast career and um, but yeah it'd be good to speak to someone so if you want to come on the podcast let us know anyway so 111 million at the minute i reckon that's getting up to about 200 million by the end of this year that's a complete guess but why not um Next five years, that could hit anything really. We don't know. We don't know what's going to happen with Football Index. And that is one of the most amazing and exciting things about this wonderful platform. It could get up to a billion pounds. It could get up to two billion. Who knows? We could get America on board. We could get every country in Europe on board. I don't really know what's going to happen. But one thing is, one thing which seems pretty sure at the minute is that the market cap is going to continue to rise as more money gets plugged into the platform as people are just falling in love with this fantastic product. So that's something that I will be using and bringing to this podcast every day is that market growth section. That's one of the tabs on this brilliant spreadsheet by Index Edge. Another thing which I thought was really interesting is their potential position changes um, tab. So that's got some really interesting stuff on there because you can see what position the player is on Football Index currently, and also which position, in contrast, they've actually been playing. So a few examples there in players which I personally think are good value, which I will pump a little bit, although they've all been posted on the site before. Fethu Maruasa, he's currently down on FI as a midfielder. However, he plays in defence at left-back, so you can see that very clearly by this spreadsheet. And then another one is Justin Kluvert, He usually plays in midfield, but he's down as a forward. Personally, I like players who are down on football index as a forward, but play in midfield. So perhaps if that were to change, that would actually be a negative. But for now, that's kind of a good thing in my eyes. He's actually got seven goals this season in Syria and in the Europa League, which I think is quite impressive for a 20-year-old. And a couple of seasons ago, I think he got about 10 goals, five assists for Ajax. that is pretty much off the top of my head, as my brain is kind of just filled with a database of PB scores and goals and assist statistics from various years nowadays. and I'll just double check that, but anyway, I think he's a pretty decent talent, and he's sort of been neglected in a way because he's not hit that great PB scores. And that is one thing to say about him: his PB scores have been pretty poor. So. I don't want to mislead anyone with Justin Kluver, but nevertheless, with the statistics, I do think he is a decent player that will rise in the future. And yeah, I was spot on with those statistics. Ten goals and five assists for Ajax a couple of seasons ago when he was just 18. And if a player was doing that at 18 now and they was um, on football index, I'm sure the price would be double or treble what Kluver is. So, yeah, we'll see what happens with him, especially when football is back, with Roma still being in the Europa League. but That's one really interesting tab. And then another one, which is the main one, and probably the best, um, is the Matchday Scores tab. And this is extremely useful because it actually shows you every single match day score, but not just that. Really detailed information. You can see whether the player was in the starting line-up, what formation the team played, the price of the player, the match Matchday score that they hit, of course, match matchday score come, uh, adjusted for the relevant competition, whether that's Europa League or Champions League, taking away that 1.25 multiplier. Minutes played and then the goals, assists, shots, accurate passes, dribbles, key passes, all of that core statistical information. So you can really see what makes up those PB scores. And that is something which can be lost in the football index world a little bit, is that very essential context. Because people will... Talk about players' PB scores, but very rarely actually give some context. And I'm certainly guilty of that myself, as I do often include players' PB scores when I post about certain players. And it can be hard to really go into detail, but it is something that is really useful to see what team a player has played against to hit a certain PB score and what formation the team's in. I mean, the main thing, though, is what's actually built up that pb score so things such as key passives crosses shots and that can be really useful and interesting and this spreadsheet has every single pb score on it and i'm scrolling down here and the information is just incredible so that spreadsheet is only 3.99 per month really good value and you can use the affiliate link in this podcast if you do want to go ahead and buy that that will help me out as well and it will be much appreciated a few other tabs on the spreadsheet i mean there's loads of content here for 399 you've got all the media scores so you can go back and see what media score each plays hit on any given day dividend winners all the detailed information on that a uh, price table so you can actually go through and see how players prices have changed using in a spreadsheet format which can be extremely useful as well and this date box months and months um, so yeah some really really useful content here and i'm pretty sure as far as i know it's the cheapest content and um, the lowest priced content for pb scores that you can purchase as far as I'm aware anyway, at £3.99. I know Footy Index Scout, they have some content there, but not in anywhere near as much detail and not as useful as this basically. Um, So yeah, if you do just want that pure data, then this is probably the thing to buy at the minute. Um, And then just a quick plug for my site as well. I said I wouldn't plug too much, but I've ended up doing so anyway. So apologies in advance. If you are, and if you are struggling maybe for time or you want to learn even more about how you can make huge profits on Football Index and you want to follow a strategy which is seeing about 10% returns per month statistically every month for the last seven or eight months now since I've been running Football Index Club, then get yourself a Football Index Club membership. It will save you hours of time researching as I provide over 30 or 40 plays per month, often a lot more. I go over many market trends when there is them, and I also cover a lot of topics. So My recent blog, Timing is Key, went over how you can analyze players' price graphs to make sure you time those purchases well. And On that topic, Nicholas Pepe then, he is up 14p, getting into the rises today. He's up to £2.71, and he had actually bottomed out at around £2.52. So he would be pretty much the exact sort of player I've been kind of mentioning in recent blogs. Someone who is fairly young, playing for a decent team and has strong PV potential that has bottomed out in price, especially given last month's drop due to the coronavirus. So I'm not too surprised to see his price rise. He's not one who i would really been looking at, but having seen his price graph, that certainly makes a lot of sense. And I think we will continue to see that in a few more players who Look to have bottomed out in prices. People want to take advantage of those drops and also that net bonus period, which is currently on. A few other players that have risen today, Letaro Martinez, up 14p to £3.61. He's been linked to Chelsea, Man City, Barcelona. And he looks actually quite set to earn some media dividends for a change today. He's currently in second place. He's not earned them so far, as far as I am aware. and He does tend to be up there in the media rankings quite often. So maybe he has but I'm yet to see it anyway. um, And Nkunku, he's up 13, p to £3.17. Now, an interesting point on him, not just that I highlighted him in February at £2, getting that in there, another plug, apologies. But what I do think is particularly interesting about Nkunku is how recent performances our weight is so heavily on football index. So an example, which I often use is Amine Harit, who hit three really high PB scores in September. If he had hit those, if he had been in such good form in February and swapped his form with Nkunku, if Nkunku had played like Howitt, if Nkunku had played how he has in February in September, say, then their prices could maybe even like swap completely. And, um, because traders really do weigh heavily what's gone on recently. Nkunku has been in really good form. And so I guess you could argue that does bear a lot of significance as it suggests future performances will improve and that he will replicate his recent form maybe. And also, his price has had to catch up to other players who are maybe in a similar category to him in terms of age, strength of team, and players who have hit similar PB scores. But I do still feel like players who are in really good form are often weighted on traders' minds more heavily than players who have maybe been in and out of form or hit form in the past and have been in weaker form in recent weeks and months. So since the uh, break in football at the moment... A lot of players who were in good form just prior to the break have continued to rise in price, whereas players who were in good form maybe in October, November haven't done so well. And I think that is quite interesting and that is something to maybe take advantage of as over a longer period of time, those players who maybe hit form earlier in the season who have dropped in price since may be quite likely to regain form and rise again in the future. I suppose off the top of my head, Amine Harit, of course, as I've mentioned, although his attitude is terrible, he's certainly got an attitude problem, um, so that's kind of put me off, but another one may be Alexander Golovin, um, Yuri Tielemans, he was in really good form as well in October, and Stefano Sensi's actually risen AP, he's a good example of that, although he is a player that I'm not really too sure on, because it's hard to judge his price, as I think his price has sort of risen a little bit, because he had decreased so much in price from his £3.7 but what's really useful again is context and the context to which his price had risen up to £3.7 was that he played really well in his first seven appearances averaging just 65 minutes a game which isn't a lot but nevertheless he had hit some really high pb scores and following that there was the dividend increase and his price just flew up absolutely crazy And his price went all the way up to £3.7 from down at 60p or so. And because it's gone back down to, well, £1.70 or so when it had dropped, some traders may be looking at that £3.7 and thinking that there's some significance where his price can get to in the future. Whereas over a long period of time, I don't really think it works like that. As you have to look at the context of why a player did rise, and often that player will rise due to a temporary market trend or temporary exceedingly good form, which they are unlikely to replicate again over the course of their career as often form is just temporary whereas quality class is permanent. Now moving on to the squad list then, a couple of plays here as there's not much going on on the decrease list. Josip Bacallo is up 14p, Arthur is up 6p. So if you're not following me already on Twitter, it's at The Index Club. I posted yesterday about some players who had risen this season, and it really broke through, such as Victor Ossiemen, Mason Mount, Eduardo Camavinga, Kulazewski and Munir Chuiar, they've all broke through this season, and I don't think many people could have really predicted that, maybe Ossiemen and Mason Mount we knew about a little bit more, but the other three weren't really big names last season at all, Kulazewski did have a 36p, I always talk about that as it's one of the best trades I've made, But overall, even I didn't really expect Kulazewski to have such a good season this year. And I think it's interesting that there will be players next season who break through in a similar fashion. So I posted on Twitter saying who the traders think are going to have similar rises. And two of the comments were Arthur and Joseph Bukala. There wasn't that many comments on that post, but those two players have risen. I did say, yeah, I agree with you on that one to Paul, who... uh, very cleverly commented, Joseph Bacallo at £1.57. He's already up to £1.69. So maybe that has bared some influence on the market. I'm not 100% sure. But either way, both players do have a lot of potential. Bacallo in particular, in my opinion. I don't actually hold him. I was waiting to see if he dropped again as his price has fluctuated lows this month. But I kind of messed up there as his price is now at £1.69. So I wish I'd have bought him yesterday or last week, which I really should have done in hindsight. But never mind, he's now up 15%. So I will probably wait till his price fluctuates again in the future and buy into him if he does drop, which he may do or he may not. I don't know. Um, but yeah, they're the two main risers. Gonzalo Escalante up 5p. Jeff Ren Adelaide up 4p. Zapata is up 4p. So a few rises there. And on the decrease list, there's not really much going on. So I'm going to finish off this podcast by saying thanks, as always, to listening. And I will leave a link to Index Edge in the description. Another thing which is really useful with Index Edge, for anyone who's not interested at all in signing up is there is some really great free tools on that site now as well. They've added a dividend dashboard, a one-month player price dashboard, a basic matchday score date database, A basic fixture planner, winning score analysis, one month media score analysis and also estimated market growth dashboard. So I will probably use some of those free tools to maybe go over some other important information and uh, statistics in the future as well. So hopefully that will help improve the content of these podcasts too. So that's it for today. I hope you have enjoyed this podcast. Apologies for pumping and um, a few players i guess and also my site and index edge i hope no one minds too much and i won't be doing that in every episode so that's it for today thanks for listening and i hope you have a great week i hope no one is influenced and negatively impacted by the coronavirus too much right now and just stay safe stay indoors and have a good one